Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to an Everything Iconic Pop Dive, where my guests and I deep dive into iconic pop culture touchstones. Today, we're diving into the Halloween classic Hocus Pocus. This 1993 Disney film was released, oddly enough, on July 16, 1993, and grossed just $39 million. However, the film gained a cult status with repeat viewings on the Disney Channel, ABC Family, now Freeform, and via home video and DVD. This year is the 25th anniversary of the film that stars Queen Bette Midler, Queen Kathy Jimmy, Queen Sarah Jessica Parker, and Thora Birch. I invited my friend Amanda Hasica over to discuss the legacy of the film, favorite moments, other childhood Halloween classics like Casper and Nightmare Before Christmas, and so much more. This is an everything iconic Halloween pop dive into Disney's Hocus Pocus. Jump back. Twist the bones and bend the back. Back in 1693, the people of Salem, Massachusetts... Witches! ...thought they got rid of the Sanderson sisters for good. Uh, We shall be back! 300 years later, it's Halloween Eve, and they're back. Uh We're home! Are you boys a little old to be trick-or-treating? Talking about three-engine hags versus the 20th century. How bad can it be? Now they're digging up old friends. <laughs> and running amok. Looking for the one thing they miss most. Who stayed for supper? I'm not hungry. But we are. Only one boy has the power to stop them. Prepare to die again. You have no powers here, you fool. Before all Salem falls under their spell. Hello, you. Walt Disney Pictures presents Ben Midler. Hello. Sarah Jessica Parker. Would thou dance with me? And Kathy Najimi. Hocus Pocus. Into the night! They love to fly. And it shows. Good night. Sleep tight. No screaming. Hey guys, I'm here with Amanda Hasica. Amanda, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited you're here. Now people might recognize your voice yes. from the Newlyweds pop dive. Yes, that was the thrill of a lifetime, that pop dive. <laughs> I was so much fun. I could have talked about it for 10 hours. Me too. Me too. And people are demanding a sequel. This will be. This will do for the sequel yeah. for right now. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I love Hocus Pocus. Now, I just want to say off the bat that we did a Hocus Pocus episode last Halloween. For the for the true El- Everything Iconic fans, you'll know. That. Right. <laughs> for the people you listen from the beginning. Yep, yep. From the jump. Kind enough. And so there is a Hocus Pocus episode from the very beginning. I don't know what episode number. It's probably like 10, 11, 12 around there. But it's with uh, Aaron Wallace, mm-hmm. who wrote a book called Hocus Pocus in Focus. So him and I last year, the audio's not as good as it maybe is now, but him and I talked extensively about Hocus Pocus, and he's like an expert in all things Hocus Pocus. So I thought this one will be a little bit looser. We're just going to chat through the movie yeah. and have a good old time, yeah. a gay old time. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited, but I encourage everyone to go listen to that one. It is. They're super. It's very, very interesting. I remember. Yeah. He's just he wrote a book on it, and yeah. it's just like I made it. I did not order the book. I'm not gonna lie, but maybe you, I Amanda. maybe I. Oh, am I being loud? <laughs> no, no, you're good. Okay, maybe I. You know, maybe I'll order it this year. It's so. good. I everyone should get the book. It's like there's so much interesting stuff, and I had gotten the book for Christmas, and I remember reading it like around Christmas time, and then I reached out to him, and I was like, "Will you come on my show?" And he's so sweet. Love anyway, it. do you remember the first time you saw Hocus Pocus? <laughs> so I don't really remember it like exactly like the first time ever watching it. I feel like a lot of my memories of Hocus Pocus are watching it at like sleepovers. Right. Like every time that there was a sleepover around this time of year, it was watched. And so to me that my biggest memories of Hocus Pocus are kind of like centered on being with like a big group of girls and, you know, watching it and thinking it was so much fun. Right. And you're a huge Disney fan, correct? I am. Okay. Yes. So what do you love about Disney, <laughs> the brand? <laughs> so I love that they've like leaned into the kind of cult status of this because if, you know, in Aaron's book and stuff, he talked about how the movie, it like bombed essentially mm-hmm. and they had like no faith in it and they released rele- it in July. They released it in the summer and they were like, oh, whatever. And then it's just like, persisted and i feel like it didn't really reach a huge like cult status until i don't know maybe like 2010 2011 and then slowly but surely like when freeform formerly abc family um started showing it like i think people were just like oh my god we love it and it gave an opportunity to just like watch it over and over again and people can like gush over it and you know what I feel like really set it over the edge was the rise of like listicles oh online. Gosh, yes. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like around 2010, that was like the BuzzFeed coming right. about. And it was like every year you'd see these like greatest hocus pocus moments mm-hmm. or something like that or or gifts and everything like that. And that really helped it, I think. So I remember in 2011, I was working for this website called Slut Buzz. I don't even like know if they exist anymore. What was anymore. it called? Slut Buzz? <laughs> Celeb Buzz. I have a tendency to like work for companies and stuff that have like the most confusing names. Like everyone's like Celebuzz because it was like one B. Do we know what Slut Bus is? Is that um, a website? I feel like I'm gonna buy the domain like right now. (laughs) Slut Bus Um, coming coming to a town near you. It's my new endeavor. No, so Celeb Buzz. I do remember. I know that. Yeah. So they used to do all the Kardashians like blogs and stuff Mm -hmm. before. They have apps now or whatever. But anyways, so in 2011, I remember I was like, well, I'm a big Hocus Pocus fan. And we were trying to come up with Halloween content. My boss was like, why don't you do like, where are they now for the cast? And I did. And I remember doing that. And I tried to look it up last night. All the photos are gone from it, but like the captions still remain. Uh Um, And I'm not even so I was also looking at the Hocus Pocus Wikipedia and they cited my article on the Hocus Pocus (gasps) Wikipedia. Oh, my God. Amazing. 
Amazing. So and I love that you did your research before coming over. I did. Yeah. I, I even like I watched it too, even though I feel like I've seen it like 700 times. Right. But don't you feel like it's one of those movies I've seen it a million times and usually around this time of year, I'll put it on and it'll just be sort of playing while I'm doing other things. Or like in fragments where you're right. like, oh, I'm only, I'm going to watch like the first half an hour, or the last half an hour, like the middle or something random. Right. Totally. But it's such a different experience, like sitting down and mm-hmm. actually, because I put it on too and I was like actually trying to watch it and it's, it's still so good. But so we're going to, I'm going to run through the movie very quickly and then you know of course we're going to ask you some questions about it so we open in the past there's three witches the sanderson sisters they eat emily for a youth i same i'm like at that point right now i know i would <laughs> I was watching and I was like, I think I would do that. Right? Like, relatable. Like, the old, when you're obviously a child watching it, you're like, this, these horrible women. And then you get older and you're like, my youth. Like, I just want were you, back. Were you scared of it as a kid? I don't I was. think so. Really? <laughs> I, I think there were portions of it that I think I thought were scary. Um, were you attracted to Max? Yeah. I think okay. he, he was a hottie for sure. Right. Um, wasn't like Leonardo DiCaprio supposed to play the role? Yeah. Thank God he didn't. I, I think I would have liked it. Yeah. I'm not a Leo girl, so. What'd I'm, you say? I'm not a Leo girl. Oh, I thought you said I'm a naughty little girl. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, your, your mind. Your mind. I told, I told you I'm like in sort of a migraine hangover, yeah. so like everything's a little fuzzy. Your, your, like your audio, like what you are hearing, <laughs> is your auditory senses. Are... I'm a naughty little girl, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell that to... What's his name? Omri Katz or whatever? <laughs> What's going on with... Did you research what he's doing now? So, the I was looking up... The last time he was seen that I he's could He's the one who tell, played Max. He yeah. played Max. Um, the last I could see was he was at some, like, Disney D23 celebration for the 20th anniversary. Mm. He looked hot. He had, like, kind of, like, a long mm. hair vibe, a beard... Interesting. Um, if I was in one of these Disney movies, like I would live off that forever. Oh like I would just do every event they wanted oh, yeah. me at. Like, Conventions. I'd be at, I'd be at the parks. <laughs> just walking around the parks. Like hoping someone notices you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they eat the, uh, They eat Emily. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really eat her. They sort of like suck her. S- suck her, suck her soul, soul out. And then Zachary Binks is her brother. And this was just like a, something, as a kid, I always thought it was Zachary Binks. I, Everyone I think does, everybody right? on the planet Earth thought it was Zachary. And you're like, wait no, it's, Thackeray's not a name it's Thackeray Thackeray, it's Thackeray. Yep. and then they're about the witches are about to be hung and then they do a spell with their book that iconic mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. to return for all Hall- Hallows Eve when someone lights the black flame candle a virgin my ungodly book speaks to you when all Hallows Eve when the moon is around a virgin will summon us from under the ground <laughs> we shall be back and the lives of all the children shall be mine and then that's sort of uh, that sets in motion then we flash forward to present day which is actually like 93 and then Max and Danny played by Thora Birch they move to Newtown in California and oh no they move from California from California right like New England somewhere right and Max is wearing like a tie-dye shirt which reminds me of Spencer Pratt like doesn't he sort of (laughs) (laughs) like he has like crystals like in his pocket yeah like his tie-dye shirt I was like I feel like he looks like Spencer Pratt maybe that's where Spencer got his fashion inspo (laughs) probably 
<laughs> Probably. Also, I love the bullies that that Jay and Ernie. Oh my or gosh. Ernie goes by Ice. Yes, my name ain't Ernie no more. It's Ice. <laughs> my sisters and I used to like quote that, like oh just constantly. God. We thought that was the funniest thing ever. They also offer him Bud, or they're like, you know, let's do some Bud. Bud is we, this is such a, yeah, right, yeah. Which that or a Bud I Light. <laughs> I didn't catch that as a kid. I was like, are they asking him to smoke weed? Well, you know, they probably because more like probably 90 percent of the time you've watched hocus pocus it was on tv and they probably cut that out for right. tv you know because right. it's super scandalous i watched the uncensored version <laughs> <laughs> which i think also in the uncensored version someone says like go to hell or something so it's, it's real naughty they're throwing bet midlers throwing a fucks around yep, yep. x-rated <laughs> also when the billy bullies steal his shoes first of all it's like what the fuck why yeah. are they stealing his shoes and i re-watching it it felt Okay, this might sound gross, and I hope this doesn't turn people off, but it felt a little homoerotic to mm, me. Yeah. Like, they were like, we're going to take your shoes, and they sort of, like, did this long, lingering yeah, yeah. shot where they were, Foot like, touching, touching the legs. And I was like, this is... I'm getting the tingles. And I, Maybe someone with, like, a foot fetish. Maybe, like, Jax Taylor um, was the oh cinematographer of that scene. <laughs> well, it was directed by Kenny Ortega, who, of course, did High School Musical. Iconic. And I saw him once at a mall out here in California, like, when I first moved here. In the valley. Mm-hmm. And he was eating alone in the food court. And I remember thinking, like, should I go up to him and talk about like High School Musical or Hocus Pocus? I did not. And I regret mm. that every day since. <laughs> to, to this day. He also did Dirty Dancing. God, I dirty love Dirty Dancing. Dancing. He is an icon, a legend. My sisters and I were so obsessed with High School Musical. Like we would yeah. watch all the like extra DVD features. We, so we of, love him. Speaking of homoerotic scenes, do you remember in High School Musical 3 when he had like a shower scene, Zach Efron? Of course. <laughs> like, I dream of that. I love Zach. <laughs> I don't care about his rumored sexual orientation. I <gasps> Wait, love is he rumored he, to be gay? Yes, there are tons of rumors. Oh my God, Zach, I, call me. I know. I will love him forever, though. I don't care. I never got a gay vibe from him. Truly. I would be his beard. Yeah. Any day, all day, every day. I love him. He's very sexy. Although I didn't like when he got too ripped. Like, I didn't like his Baywatch body. Yeah. Did you see Baywatch? I did. I, like, half-watched it. It's um, a plain movie. It's Yeah, it's one of those movies where you're like, I can't decide what to watch here. I'm going to put on Baywatch, and then you just look at your phone the whole time and kind of glance up. Um, I'm diverting for another second. <laughs> We're getting really off track here, but <laughs> did you ever watch Baywatch, like, the original? I didn't, but my roommate did, and she was, like, around when I was watching it, and she, like, knew, oh, like, that's the this character, and that's that character, and I was like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, Cody from the original, he's like, I mean, he literally like, I remember seeing him as like a five-year-old on TV and being like, oh my God, am I, am I a big gay? <laughs> and he goes to my gym now and I see him there every, like almost every single day. And he's still, he's like very old, but he still looks like stunning. Yeah. And his body looks like a 20 something. It's like, what's going on? Here? He's sucking the lives out of children he for sure. Emily, for sure. <laughs> So then it, we mentioned Leonardo DiCaprio was originally offered Max, and he did What's Eating Gilbert Grape instead. Which, I mean, who remembers that movie? Poor choice. Poor choices <laughs> all around. So then uh, Max, of course, lights the black flame candle to impress Allison, who's like the hottie at the school. Mm-hmm. What's Allison up to? Do we know? The, the la- wasn't she in like Eyes Wide Shut or something like that Stanley Kubrick movie, right. like the sex With orgy movie? And- yeah. Tommy, can you hear me? And Nicole. And Nicole. Uh, I don't know. Nicole. Was she in that? I think so. I don't know. But I didn't really look up her very much because I was... How dare you? I know. Amanda, um, what kind of research did you do? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will say, I remember that one because when I was watching it last night, I was kind of like taking little notes and stuff. And one thing I do remember 
I think about the one of the first times I watched it is remember that scene where she like puts the red hood up after she like trolls him and like gives right. him his phone number back. I remember being like, is she evil? Is she a witch? Like mm. what's happening? And then you're like, oh, that's just like. I don't know. Do you think that was like intentional? Or Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'm rethinking it all right? right now. You know, when you said Red Hood, the immediate thing that came to mind was Hillary Duff's performance in Casper versus Wendy. Yes. <laughs> or Casper is it Casper Ab- meets Wendy? Or yeah, Casper versus Wendy. They're yeah, the follow up. They have like a feud. Casper versus Wendy. I loved that movie. Yes, that's yeah. like, and I I feel like her that was debut like the, performance. It really was, and mm-hmm. then she went into Lizzie McGuire, and now she's the icon that she is today. We might have to talk a little bit about Casper. I'm later yes you know allison when we first not when we first meet her we first meet her in the school but then when max goes to her house when they're trick-or-treating and she's her family's lives in this like beautiful house Mm -hmm. and they're having this very weird halloween party where it's like everyone's supposed to dress victorian that's like the weirdest i know and i totally thought because kenny ortega i think is a bit gay (laughs) the director and i was thinking he like modeled that after madonna's vma performance like they all look like i'm certain of it like i know that did you ever do you know what i'm talking about yes. when she did like a virgin and or yes. she did vogue, vogue, it was vogue, vogue and they were all in those same outfits oh what year was that, that performance was, that had to have been like 91 92 so probably during prep. dude that's 100 <laughs> percent. he watched that and like wrote down so. his little notepad I think so. So then the witches come back. We have the three witches. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. She's the boy crazy one. Mm-hmm. Boy, I am beautiful. Boys will love me. And then we have Kathy and Jimmy, who's the eater. Like that's like her big. You know what I mean? It's like that's her very nineties humor of right. like fat lady liking food. <laughs> My favorite is when she when the, all the witches are like getting their brooms. Like they don't have the brooms, and oh, yeah. then she rides the vacuum. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> And then Bette Midler is, of course, the leader. Which, 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 which do you, did you love the most or relate to the most or who I touched prob- you the most? I probably just liked Sarah Jessica Parker the most just because she mm-hmm. was ridiculous. And I, I don't know. It's hard because it's like you're not necessarily rooting for the witches. So right. I don't even know if I had a favorite, but I guess I thought that she was funny. And I'm like, oh, well, she's like the pretty one. So right. <laughs> as like, you know an eight-year-old girl i probably gravitated towards that so rewatching <laughs> it it was interesting when she's like s- sitting on the bus driver's lap and he like kind of has a look i don't know there's just so many like l- weird sexual innuendos mm-hmm. and inappropriate things that totally go over the heads of kids 100 percent. um but in, like, a, in a say, great way doesn't he say something about like she they want children and then she's like he's like it'll take me a couple tries but right. what is this contraction i call it a bus a bus a good <laughs> And its purpose? To convey gorgeous creatures such as yourselves to your most forbidden desires. <laughs> well, Nancy, we desire children. <laughs> hey, that may take me a couple of tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. I'm pouring up. And you're like, what? Like, wait a minute. Like, you don't, like, when you're watching it as a child, that's not something you're thinking about, but. Um, yeah. Also, I'm just remembering the, the mom, Max's mom when she's wearing the Madonna costume. So clearly Kenny Ortega had a Madonna thing, which I get. That was so, that would be such a good Halloween costume. The Madonna one? The Madonna. I yeah. would love to to wear that. What is your best Halloween costume that you've ever done? Oh my gosh, my best Halloween costume. I'll tell you mine. I dressed as zombie Diane Keaton from Something's Gotta Give. That's and iconic. I love it. That's it, so appeared, good. it appeared in BuzzFeed, best homemade costume. That's amazing. I remember one year in college, I, dro- I think I dressed up as like Lindsay Lohan and I carried around a bag of like, this was like 2007. So this is when okay. she was like in her really intense throes of like 
being crazy. And I think I walked around like a bag of flour pretending like it was cocaine. <laughs> oh my God. Um, that was probably one of my more risque ones, but that one's like not really a costume. Like I literally just like wore an outfit and then carried around. Yeah. Um, Did anyone, cocaine. Pro- people probably thought it was coke. <laughs> it was a lot though. So if I had been walking around with that much, I probably would have been arrested. So the, uh, Hocus Pocus, the makeup and the costumes are flawless and iconic. Mm-hmm. And I remember I read some reviews as I was doing some research and a lot of the reviews at the time thought that the makeup and the costumes were like too Cheesy. overboard. And it's like now these are truly, truly iconic looks. Yeah. I honestly like, I feel like a lot of the movie kind of holds up. Totally. I want to say. Totally. Like, I, the, the special effects were pretty good. Right. And although I will say, Towards the end, I don't know if this is just me, like, because I've like worked in production and like you see sound stages and stuff like that. Like the stuff at the end feels, feels like a sound. sound stage. It's like this is a sound stage, yeah. but I mean everything else about it, I think, really holds up. You're so right. Like I was gonna touch on this later, but I feel like there's not a whole. I mean, we talked about Madonna, but there's not a whole lot of like current or pop culture references in it. Yeah, and then there's also not like technology in it. Yeah, so it doesn't feel dated to me at all. Like yeah. even the fashions feel very like could be any time. Totally. I, I think that's one of the things I think that sets it apart and makes it feel like every. It, it always feels current. I think yeah. new generations can discover it, and it, it doesn't feel dated. I agree. So uh, then the the witches put a spell on the town. And of course, we get that iconic song and dance mm-hmm. scene. I put a spell on you, which yes. Beth Midler does now in concerts when she performs. That. That's she amazing. Like, yeah, she puts on the costume and she does. I'll put a spell on you. Which, by the way, is not available on iTunes or Spotify. It's homophobic. <laughs> Homophobia at its finest. <laughs> I've, Truly. For, forever I've had this like uh, MP3 rip of it, you know, <laughs> where it's like the 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 intro yeah. or like it's the them talking in it yeah. and then it goes into it. You know, one thing I also realized, I don't think I had ever really put two and two together, but the dad from this movie is also the villain from Dumb and Dumber. Oh my god! I was like, oh I've seen Dumb and Dumber probably just as many times as I've seen Hocus Pocus. Oh my and I god! Think I Amanda, always... I'm like, I'm blown away right now. I did not even put this together. I think a part of me always knew because I feel Everyone like I would... pull over to the side of the road if you're listening to this. This is a... dropping knowledge. Oh my god! Because I feel like I would watch Dumb and Dumber and be like, God, he like looks so familiar. And then I would watch Hocus Pocus and be like, God, he looks so familiar. And then I was kind of like, Wait, that is the same person i'm blown away right now right i truly did not ever think that yeah dumb and dumber is one of my all-time favorite movies Same. too i, love I agree it. oh my god so then uh they put a spell in the town and the witches resurrect billy butcherson who that's why i was scared of this movie as a kid like oh. i was scared of billy that and i read sense. that they were gonna give him like a song and dance number but they didn't have the budget or something and i would have loved to see that yeah. you weren't scared of billy i don't think so no you are so badass i, I, I probably <laughs> I mean, I'm sure I will. I don't remember. Maybe I was so scared of it that I repressed all memories of my fear mm-hmm. of him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, could be very well be the case. But I feel like Billy Butcherson today because I hurt my finger yesterday and it's like bruising and I feel like it's going to fall off. Oh, my God. So pray for me. I don't. It looks OK. It's better than but yesterday. Everyone but say I, a prayer. But, you know, <laughs> I just feel like I'm like a zombie. I was like, that's how I felt like you when you see 
like his head fall off and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, this, my finger is going to fall off. I am Billy Butcherson. Wow. That's all, that's all <laughs> happening. <laughs> that's all happening. So okay. I, we're going through this quickly, yes. but they defeat the witches. Billy returns to the grave. Thackeray dies and his soul goes to the afterlife <laughs> after he thanks Max and Danny and Allison. Mm-hmm. And so he, then he gets to go off with Emily, his sister. Yeah. Emily. And it's a beautiful ending. You know, I feel like a lot of times in like English classes and stuff like that, they're always talking about like metaphors and like parallels. And I feel like it's nothing you really take into account. But the older you get, you're like, oh, wow, Thackeray and like his sister are supposed to be like Danny and Max. Right. And I don't think I ever made that connection. You never made that connection. No, like, (laughs) you know, I'll tell you something. This is kind of embarrassing, but when I I remember watching this as a kid, and my name's obviously Danny. Yes. Yes. And her name was Danny, and we're the same age. Mm -hmm. And Max reminded me of my brother Brian, like my middle brother, because I would try to like hang out with him. I have an older brother than him, too, but Brian, I would like try to hang out with. And I remember around that time it came out, like, Brian was too cool for me, you know? And I like always wanted to be like hanging out with him and his friends and stuff. So I remember just watching this and being like, this is my life. Relatable. (laughs) I was like, they got my life on screen. Like I I literally thought I was like, did they like, are they watching me? Like his big brother here who wrote the script. I see. I feel like I almost relate more to the Sanderson sisters because I have two sisters as well. So that's. Which one are, which one are you most like? I have no idea. Are you the leader of the sisters? Mm. Yes and no. We all we all rotate. Like I feel like we all have shades of each mm-hmm. one. Maybe not mm-hmm. Sarah Jessica Parker. We're not we're not sluts. And I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah. No, I don't mean to. She's boy crazy. Yeah, she's boy crazy, and mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, I actually think it's interesting. I, I I think I've maybe talked about this before, but Sarah Jessica Parker has so many iconic roles that you sort of forget. Like she's been in a lot of movies that have stood the test of time, like this. I mean, most people think of Sex in the City, but it's like yeah. she's done a lot of other parts. Uh, what's that other one, the Sleepover movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sleepover movie. Oh, like Girls Just Want to Have Fun yes. or whatever? Yes, Girls Just yeah. Want to Have Fun and, and this and Well, then let's Wise not Club, forget, I was going to say, Bette Midler yeah. and Sarah Jessica Parker went on to do in another iconic movie, First Wives Club. And they also want to do another Hocus Pocus. So uh, the Hocus Pocus franchise, they announced... Oh, here, I wrote down like the timeline of it. We'll okay. get into this right now. So the franchise is, of course, still alive and well, maybe more so than ever. But so in terms of like a sequel follow-up reboot, in 2014, Bette Midler said that her and SJP and Kathy and Jimmy would return if asked. That was 2014. Then 2015, Bette Midler said, no, it's not happening. She said in like a Facebook question live thing or whatever. Then in 2016, on Watch What Happens Live, SJP said they all want to do it. They want to do it. Then September of 2017, it was announced that Disney Channel's writing a remake of it. Okay, so that was September of last year. Now, we haven't heard anything about it this year. And I'm wondering, after Disney announced that Bette Midler said she doesn't want any part of this Disney Channel thing, I'm wondering if Disney has decided to shelve the idea. I don't know any, this is just me theorizing. If they Disney Channel, or if Disney decided to shelve the Disney Channel thing and go through with a sequel or remake, because I feel like they got a lot of flack for announcing a Disney Channel thing. Yeah. Does that I, make sense? To, no, totally. I think, yeah, no, I would agree with that. Because they probably 
wanted to like do both in a sense because it's probably like a lot cheaper to like do something on the Disney Channel or do it that way or not have you know so they were like we're look we're gonna do something and then people weren't happy with that so then they're backtracking I don't know why Disney won't make a sequel if they all want to do it and I have the same problem with Romy and Michelle one of my all-time favorite movies it's like uh Lisa Kudrow and Mira Sorvino both said they wanted to do it they had an idea for it but Disney wouldn't approve it yeah and it's like, I don't know, Disney's only interested in making these huge tentpole yeah. movies now. And it's just so upsetting because it's like, this is Hocus Pocus or Romeo and Michelle. These are movies that have lived on and given them so much money throughout the years. Yeah. They're replayed all the time. And so it's like, I don't understand why they can't just approve a mid-budget movie. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it, yeah, it all just kind of comes down to money. And it's, you know, on one hand, I feel like you would think, oh, maybe... They're thinking about the legacy of the movie and they don't want to tarnish it because it no, is true not. that sometimes they're not <laughs> like they're 100% not. But maybe they think fans are thinking that that fans are nervous that if they were to do something because there is a lot of pressure there to like live up to the original right. at this point. You know, it's been 25 years. It's it's one of those movies that we will literally be talking about every Halloween right. season every year till the end of time. So it's like. I, you know, the only hope I have is so Disney announced this new streaming service. It's going to be like the rival of Netflix. And they've announced like a lot of their mid budget stuff in there. I I think just recently they announced a Scarlet Witch TV show, which Mm -hmm. is going to be like six episodes with Elizabeth Olsen. And then they also, I, I, I don't know the details of it, but I think they mentioned like a Mighty Ducks reboot. That would be awesome. And they're putting a lot of money. And so I feel like that. I, I, that's my hope is that they would do something for the streaming, like whether it be a movie, but like a little bit bigger budget than a Disney Channel thing. Because the yeah. Disney Channel sh- shit, <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's like kind of shit now. I try to watch the Freaky Friday remake they just made. So, uh, yeah. And it's not that it's bad, but it's just there's no budget there. And it's just, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think that that's, that tracks. I feel like that's definitely something that if they're not already thinking of doing that, they should because that's pretty smart. Right. Do you have a favorite scene from this movie, Hocus Pocus? Favorite scene. I'll tell you mine. You while you think about it. it. So my favorite, which it's also the most upsetting, it's Gary and Penny Marshall's appearance. (laughs) Which they're brother and sister and they play husband and wife. It's like it's so like watching it now. So you guys know when they're trick-or-treating, the witches go to the devil's house and it's Gary Marshall dressed as the devil, and then his wife is played by Penny Marshall who I love. I mean, I'm obsessed with Penny Marshall, but it's, that's like weird as fuck. That is really weird. weird. Whose idea was that? I know. It's like, is he friends with Kenny Ortega or something? Must be, must be. And Penny Marshall, of course, directed League of Their Own and she's an icon. And also this, uh, it was reported that Kathy Jimmy's part was originally offered to Rosie O'Donnell. So that could have been a reunion. Could you imagine like what, like what a sliding doors situation? Like what would, would it have been maybe it would have been huge when it premiered if Rosie was in and then maybe right. it which would have faded into obscurity because Rosie was a huge star at the she time. was and speaking of Rosie and Penny Marshall do you remember those iconic Kmart commercials <laughs> yes like it, they're flooding back to me right now I've not thought of them I think about them every day before bed. And- <laughs> I cannot say your prayers. I say my prayers and then I rewatch uh, Penny Marshall, Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> Kmart commercial. I cannot get over the fact that Kmart hired them to sell their goods. <laughs> it's like the most, even though like Rosie at the time was very popular, it's like they were selling fashion goods at the time. Like I remember they were in a jean commercial and it's like, 
Well, looky here. Think they got enough jeans? Makes me want to sing. Please don't. Wrangler, Wrangler, Wrangler. Oh. Wrangler, we get Kmart. Oh. Wrangler now on sale at Kmart. Come on. Style you can wear. Uh -huh. Comfort here and there. Uh-huh. Wrangler, we get Kmart. Kmart. Get the jeans. Fourteen eighty-nine. And a short. Twelve eighty-nine. Wrangler jeans, fourteen eighty-nine. Shorts. They literally hired the most visually unappealing people. <laughs> I, I have. I love them to death, but it's like you don't hire these visually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I feel like I brands know. want everything to be like sexy, and right. you know they're talented women, forces <laughs> of nature. I don't know if I would call them sexy. They're not necessarily known for their fashion. They're, they're, they're not. I mean, Rosie, I feel like her, you know, she would obviously have her blazers and her, her suits on her show. So maybe that, maybe, like, was that like, I'm trying to think. And then not only that, but like Penny doesn't, you can't even understand what she's saying all the time. Yeah. So it's like for an ad campaign, it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss those. Why can't they bring them back? They really should. I mean, for nostalgia purposes. is Everyone hates Rosie now, but I still would like her to come back. In is, a Penny, commercial. is Penny Marshall alive? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gary Marshall's alive. Gary's just passed. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Love him in Never Been Kissed. Did you ever watch the his like holiday movies like Mother's Day, Valentine's Day? I love those. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They're so good and bad. Yeah. I love those. So I bawled my eyes out at New Year's Eve. But So anyway. what was your favorite scene? Did you think of it? You know, I think that I like the scene where they kind of go to Allison's house and for the trick-or-treating thing. I remember thinking... That that like chocolate witch lollipop she had looked oh. just so tasty. And it's kind of cute to kind of see them like dis that's a kind of the beginning, the genesis of like their adventure. Sure. So the I, I think that's kind of fun. Yes. <laughs> we touched on a sequel or we touched on like what they would do. What do you think sh would or should happen for a sequel? See, that's hard because they did a pretty definitive. Right. They died um, at the end. so. I mean, we were talking about origins, maybe like an origin story of the Sanderson sisters, them putting spells on people. Like, were they, you know, born witches? Did they, you know, because they say something about, doesn't Danny say something about like you sold your soul to the devil or something? So maybe right. they did some kind of deal with the devil where they became witches. Is it a Sabrina the Teenage Witch scenario where they all got their powers at a certain age? I would like to know these things. God, I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I was obsessed. That I was beyond obsessed. It's mm -hmm. on Hulu. I like watch yeah. it from time to time. I had a board game. Oh my God. The Teenage Witch board game. Can we play it sometime? Um, I will ask my mom to to bring Ship it down. It. Although, if Kara, you're listening, I think Kara might have um, my sister. She might have gotten rid of, of a bunch of stuff. We had Kara. Um, how dare you? I know. So rude. <laughs> Kara. What was the? the oh God. She got rid of. Um. What was it? We had like all those scenic games. Oh, and speaking of High School Musical, we literally had like DVD High School Musical games where it was like interactive. Sure. And I think they got rid of those. So. What the fuck? There's probably like a Hocus Pocus board game. There's a lot of floating Hocus Pocus around. merch. I don't know. I, at part, I think it's Party City. They do the Hocus Pocus merch. I have a sign over there that's like the witches. And which shout I, out to Kara works at Party City. So oh my god, Kara. So if you want to make it up to us, <laughs> send us some Hocus Pocus. Maybe it's not. I don't know if it's Party City. It's one of those Halloween yeah, yeah. stores. They sell Hocus Pocus merch, and it's like officially licensed merch. However, it's a lot of it's very much garbage. I bought these wine glasses that said, like, I'll put a spell on you or something. And it was like these witches. Yeah. I put them in the dishwasher once, ruined. And then something <laughs> else I bought. 
um, last year or Matt got it for me. It was just all this stuff fell apart yeah. instantly. Like I got home, took it out of the bags and everything just disintegrated. So you'll keep <laughs> buying it year after year. I know it exactly. really is the truth, but it's interesting to me how they merchandise it so much now. Like even in the parks, they're doing it. And I mean, you are probably more familiar than I am, but don't they do a hocus pocus like at magic kingdom or something? Yeah. So I think they have at the magic kingdom, they have this thing called the not Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Okay. And in Florida, so this is in Florida not here in California, but they do, there's like a performance or a parade or something very hocus pocus centric, which I would love to go to eventually someday. But yeah. And even I was at the Disney store at the century city mall. We were talking about century city mall before we got started, but yeah, yeah they have a whole display of like, they have this thing, these things called like spirit jerseys. That they, it's like not quite a sweatshirt. It's kind of like um, like an oversized tee, like something you would see like a Sheena. 90? Yeah, okay, <laughs> a nighty. <laughs> like no. Sheena wears to bed. Yeah, or something. Yeah, something like you know when you see like Sheena and Lala wearing those like insanely oversized right. shirts or like long sleeve shirts. That's kind of what they look like. Yeah, they have all these like hocus pocus licensed ones and just all this. It's so interesting because I feel like they really resisted doing any merch for Hocus Pocus for 10, 15 years, 20 years. Well, I think merch is just a big thing that's emerged. People want like to wear shit like they like, I want this like little thing. I want this trinket. I want like this hat or whatever. Like, I feel like it's just such. I feel like with like the rise of like Etsy, they mm-hmm. people probably were making little their own little things on Etsy. And this is something I think that happened with like. Disneyland and the parks is Disney sees these third parties having such success mm. that they're like, uh, wait a minute. And so then they decide to kind of, you know, make their own. I will buy it all. I mean, look, you're sitting in my office right now and I yeah. have pop culture shit everywhere. Yeah. And those Funkos are my own mm-hmm. hell. Yeah. Like, I keep buying them. And Matt's <laughs> like, I need to stop. Yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah, the Hocus Pocus brand is stronger than ever. They replayed on Freeform. They were even having a marathon one night. I think it's Halloween night they're doing yeah. a marathon. It's like how they do, it's like a Christmas story. Yeah. It, which is not even that good of a movie. Sorry. A Christmas story. Sorry. How I dare said you. it. That's a wrap on Amanda. <laughs> <laughs> I just think of uh, I could think of better Christmas movies to play. Yeah, you know the I'm from Cleveland and the house is there. That's where they filmed and they do a tour and oh, every year cute. I go home for Christmas and we say we're going to go do the tour but mm-hmm. then we'll I'll call or something and there's like a 2 hour wait and I'm like I'm not doing that. Where I live there's this place called Deacon Dave's and he Dick and Dave's? Dick Dick and <laughs> Dick and Dave's. I heard that one right. No. I just want to say Dick and Dave. <laughs> no, so it's a I thought when I was younger, it was like this guy named Deke and then another guy named Dave. So it was like Deke and Dave, but it's Deacon. He's a Deacon. He's a man of God. And so he... God bless. (laughs) (laughs) Peace be with him. Um, Yes, yes. He does this super elaborate every year it's like themed i've only been like once or twice but it's same thing where we're like let's go to deacon dave's and we oh, like, and never do yeah 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 <laughs> uh what about other halloween movies i want to touch on some of my favorites i and i think it's one of your favorites too casper that i think casper another one of like when i think of like movie sleepover or sleepover mm-hmm. movies casper's high up on the list right casper was one of my all-time faves and we're not going to be able to get a chance to do a casper pop dive this year so i wanted to just touch on it i love that movie so so much and we talked about before recording devin sawa i mean he was such a stud in that movie and he only appears for like one minute yeah. i told you i was a good dancer can i keep you casper that's how I know that like I'm not like I feel like seeing Devin Sawa, you're like, 
I am straight. Gay. Like I know. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I for you, but for like as a young girl, you're like, like your it. heart was <laughs> racing, and you're just like, he's the most beautiful thing I had ever laid my eyes on. Mm. It was just like my one of my old roommates once said something about like Benny from the Sandlot. She was like, mm. my heart hurt looking at him, and like right. that's how I felt about Devin Sawa, where you were just like overcome with. Like emotion and love for him. Yeah, he just shows up at that very end. Casper had a totally different voice throughout the whole movie. And then he just has a lower register when he turns into Devin Sawa. Yeah. And they do that slow dance. And that song, Jordan Hill, Remember Me This Way. Oh, my God. I, that was another MP3 that I, like, ripped off Napster or something. Ooh, remember me this way. Gave your computer an insane virus. I think that's available now. I would hope. I think I checked it like last year and it's available now. Yeah. But I I remember thinking I had a crush on Christina Ricci, but I was confused. It was like I was watching all the movies. You you wanted to be her is probably the. It's just like watching now and then all the time. And I'm like, I just love Christina Ricci. I'm like, no, you're a big gay. I remember that one scene where she's like in that chair. And she's like in getting the and makeover. Then. No, in um Casper. Right. So she's like in that little chair and it's like the little invention room where she's like going down and like getting her hair cut. And I just remember being like, they should make that a ride somewhere. I want to like do that for myself. Yeah. But yeah. apparently and her dad is played by Bill Pullman. Yes. Who uh, we were talking about earlier. We were. I met his son. Handsome son. I met his son yesterday and he was so nice. And I think he's going to be a really big movie star. Maybe he can be in the Casper remake playing his. I would love that. I never understood why there wasn't an official Casper 2, like with oh, the yeah. same cast, because I thought it was a big hit. But then I was doing some research and it was just very expensive. And so they had talked about a sequel for a while and then they ended up just doing that Casper versus Wendy. <laughs> Which, thank you, because that gave us Hillary Duff. Yeah. So thank you very much. Now, what about Nightmare Before Christmas? Do you like that movie? Yeah. So I have like a weird relationship with A Nightmare Before Christmas. I feel like a lot of people, like, I feel like you're either super into it, which I'm not. Like, I enjoy it and I appreciate it for what it is. I mean, it's really like in terms of like a masterful like art creation. It's like the stop mm-hmm. motion. motion animation, like the amount of time and effort that just went into making it in general. I think I can appreciate it from like an artistic standpoint, but I just remember being younger. So it's the same as Hocus Pocus. It's turning 25 this year. So I was five years old when it came out. What a year that was. I, like they could have just quit after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as, as far as it goes, but I think I was just confused by Nightmare Before Christmas. I didn't know if Jack was like good or evil. And I was like, not into scary things at that time. So I was like, I'm just, no, thank you. I was scared of it too. And I then rewatched it as I got older and I liked it again, but I'm not, I've never been like a crazy huge fan of it, but I do like it and respect it and stuff. Totally. I, I always wonder, like, I always think, do you remember? So probably like five or 10 years after uh, Nightmare Before Christmas came out, it became sort of this goth, you know, oh, like yes. all the goth kids Emo and people and- like loved it and they would, they were really embracing it. And I always wondered, like, did they get pissed then? Because five years later, it's it became like so, mainstream. so mainstream. It's like they all had to get rid of their Nightmare Before Christmas merch. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, like, merch, that's, I mean, I'm huge into Disneyland, and so I go there a lot. And you'll see there is Nightmare Before Christmas merch just, like, everywhere. That's how Hot Topic stays open. Like, they, True. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, I appreciate it, and sure, I like sure, it. Sure. But I'm I'm not buying a jack skellington funko pop anytime sure, soon i think i might have one but i took my brother and sister-in-law to it maybe 
eight years ago or something like eight, 10 years ago. And when they were doing it in 3d, remember they were re-releasing all these movies in 3d and I took them. And at the time I like really wanted to embrace it. Like I was trying to force myself to like really love it. And so I brought them and my sister-in-law fell asleep. Taryn was like sleeping. And then Gary was like not into it at all. And I like remember getting so pissed. I was like, come on, you guys, it's so good. Yeah. You know, I was like arguing with them. Yeah. And then years passed and I was like, you know what? Maybe I just don't really like it yeah. that much. <laughs> don't come for us, you guys. I if know, you but, are, if you are like a nightmare before like Christmas stand. We're just not like stands. Exactly. We're exactly. We're more Casper stands. I, I, so I will say, yeah, well, I Casper all day, every day. I need like a Casper shirt and I a know, Casper. Where's all the Casper merch? I don't know. We need to, we need to get on that, that we need to like. I know, some... No, I do remember. I also think I was sort of averse to Nightmare Before Christmas because in seventh grade, um, I we had like this. We had two classes called core, so it was like English and history kind of like mixed together. It wasn't an app class. No, it was not an app <laughs> class. Um, no, but so we had our teacher was on maternity leave for the first couple months, and so this other woman, Mrs. Hunt was our sub Bonnie Helen so (laughs) this one though this hunt I wonder if she is from the hunt lineage but she was like this big like short spiky gray hair I remember she was really obsessed with like opening the skate park in Livermore Mm -hmm. like where I'm from and she she had children okay so I I don't know maybe it was whatever I I think everyone kind of speculated on that but so she was so obsessed with the nightmare before christmas and this was like when dvds like First it's like dvds out. like exist and so she's like it has all these like special features and like behind the I scenes like how you said that real quick though dvds exist <laughs> they just appeared one day like, like in 98 DVD. everyone just walked out of their house dvds yeah. exist <laughs> <laughs> truly truly so um she was obsessed with it and she made us watch it like every day for like a week or like two weeks or something like that. And I think that also kind of, I was already, exactly. I was already like not into it to begin with. And then being like, it's like exposure therapy. I was like, please don't do this to me. Like, I know. Thank you. I know. So, but I, you know, I'm more of a fan of Coraline. Did you ever see Coraline? I I love Coraline. And I read the book, Neil Gaiman. He's the author of the book. He's like one of my favorite authors. And he he also did a book called the graveyard book, which I think would be perfect for like a, a, a Halloween adaptation. It's like such a good book. Oh my God. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. So any final thoughts on Hocus Pocus? It's just like, I, like we were saying, I think it's just a movie that will stand the test of time. Should the day come, I have children. I will be showing them this movie right. and it's just going to live on forever and ever. And it is one of the rare pieces of entertainment that every age can enjoy. Yeah. There is a very vocal group of people now though, that hate Hocus Pocus on social media. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I noticed last year where it's like people started with everything. It's like something gets really popular. It rises to the top from cult status. And then it's like people want to tear it down. Yeah. And it's just, that's always upsetting to me. Cause it's like, can't people just enjoy fucking Hocus Pocus? Yeah. Like let people enjoy it. Yeah. But I hate when people tear anything down that. It's like, let people just like enjoy things. we just things. did to Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck so, you if you like Nightmare Before Christmas. Just kidding. <laughs> no, just kidding. Amanda. So we talked a little bit about Disney. You tell me about, wait, let's take a little break. And then we'll come back and you'll tell me about Perfect. yourself. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. Okay, Amanda, so you run a Disneyland Foodies account. We've talked about yes. it a little bit before, but please I'm tell I'm going to plug it again. So my sisters and I run this Instagram account. It's called Disneyland Foodies. As I mentioned, I'm a big Disneyland fan. Um, So we basically just post pictures of all the different kinds of foods. And Halloween is actually a really big time. They go hard with like all these different kinds of new foods. A lot of churros this year. They're really, Mm -hmm. I think they kind of found the secret ingredient that people love a churro and it's probably so cheap for them to make make a churro and just be like, here's purple sugar. And people will be like, eat it up literally so um we've been what's your favorite disneyland food Ooh, i love the plaza in fried chicken i think Mm. disneyland has the best fried chicken i've ever had in my life i want it right now it's so good i remember i went to this restaurant um with shauna and caitlin and lauren and ryan bailey who all listen to this podcast so hey guys friends of the show (laughs) friends of the show so we went to this fried chicken place called no name that like beyonce and like jay-z and they were literally like this is Jay-Z's fried, favorite fried chicken ever. Like he sat at the table you guys are sitting at like, you know, last week, blah, blah, blah. I tried it and I was like, Disneyland's is better. It was still very good. Yeah, very yeah, good yeah, fried but chicken. But no Disneyland. Yeah. Amanda, where can people find you on social media? So I'm at a Hassica, 
And then, of course, at Disneyland Foodies. Um, I'm in the Facebook group. So yes. if you want to come find me there, I post every once in a while, every so often when something yeah, tickles ev- my fancy. So everyone, please join the Everything Iconic Facebook group. Yeah. It's just search Everything Iconic. It's the Cynthia Swan Crisis Center for Pop Culture Lovers. Best which is an ever. homage to Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler's First Wives Club. Best name ever. And then uh, please follow me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. And on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. Please join the Everything Iconic Patreon if you want to support this podcast. For $4 or more per month, you get access to all the bonus episodes. We're going to do a little mini Halloween pop dive. And that'll be on Patreon. So that's patreon.com slash everything iconic. And your donation just helps us make this podcast. I want to thank Samsung Technologies for sponsoring this show. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I love you guys. (laughs) Thank you so much. Oh, can we do a quick cool down too? I've been doing these now. So take a deep breath in. Breathe out. Take one more deep breath in. Now think of a Halloween memory. Think about it. Think about it. Who were you with? Breathe Um, out. I'm trick-or-treating. Now I want you, whoever you were trick-or-treating with, to reach out to them. Maybe on Facebook. Maybe send them a text. Maybe call them and just tell them, hey, remember that time when we went trick-or-treating? I love you. <laughs> and tell them. Let them know. I Thank will. you all for okay. listening. Love you so much. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.